When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest, and you are tuned into the T-Quest Show. For all our new listeners out there, make sure you follow me on all social media at T-Quest GLM, and make sure you download that T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. Today I'm excited because for all my listeners, you know I love to interview all different types of people, from entrepreneurs, DJs, millionaires, actors, actresses, but one of my favorites, which is ironic, because it wasn't like this years ago, it's for me to interview music artists. Why? Because sometimes I feel like they're cliche. Sometimes to me, they're all the same. But then when you actually meet the ones that actually stand out amongst the rest, those are the ones that catch my attention. And once they catch my attention, you know I got to dig a little deeper. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I want to introduce you to our guest today, Tony Laveria. What's going on, folks? Hey. How y'all doing? How you doing, Miss T-Quest? I'm good, baby. How are you? Ah, uh, man, I'm living life. You know, I got my little girl in here right now, you know, but uh, we're going to get through this. She right now, she watching Word Party, so I ain't got to worry about it too much right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I totally get it. Because, you know, it's funny because when it comes to being a music artist or someone in the business, I keep trying to tell people, you know, we are kind of human too, right? We still right, have responsibilities. Right, right. People got mommy duties and daddy duties. I actually interviewed Montel Jordan a couple of weeks mm. ago, and he called in a little late because he had to put his kids to bed. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like that, you know, um, especially, uh, you know, it, it, you know, when life starts hitting you and everything like that, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you have your... Um, your responsibilities as a person, as a husband, as a as a father, and then, and then you know you have the dreams that you want to chase and the goals that you want to set for yourself, and you just got to learn how to keep that balance. So when he said he had to get the kids to bed, I get that. Exactly. <laughs> <It's totally light. laughs> that's, when them kids go to bed, that's your me time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you are absolutely right, and I tell people, as long as you're a professional and you open and honest and still get the job done, it's okay to have your human moments because we all kind of know about it. You know, but right, it's right, not definitely. about yeah. him. It is about you. So please tell our listener your name once again and where you're from. All right, cool. Uh, this is uh, your boy Tony Levera, aka the president. Everything I do is presidential, from uh, from the wordplay, from the production, and uh, all the way down to the music videos. You already know, uh, as professional as I possibly can be. Um, I'm actually from Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, that's where I grew up at, and um, I went to Johnson C. Smith here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and decided that I wanted to stay here um, and, you know, live life and, you know, raise my family. That's where I met my wife at. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where I'm raising my kids at and, you know, everything like that. As far as music is concerned, uh, my wife was actually my manager uh, at first because she was in school for uh, music, uh, music business, and, and and everything like that. So uh, she said we both took an interest into e um, each other and stuff like that. And she uh, she she she's now currently my booking agent, 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, she is currently my booking agent. She, uh, her, her, the, the way she can research everything, man, is 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 ridiculous, man. I I don't know how she does it, but she does it. And um, you know, um, and then I linked up with uh, Seth Wyans, uh, my 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 advisor. I don't like to say the word manager. Mm -hmm. uh, I like to say the word advisor because. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, lessons that I learned from him, uh, that, and we, you know, we learn off each other and and things like that. And then I met my personal assistant, uh, uh, Donna Cochran, uh, Miss DC, and um, you know, she uh, pretty much just makes sure. Well, she also does our graphic work too, um, for the most part, um, and everything like that um, uh, for promotions on IG, Facebook, and uh, billboards and everything like that. And um, you know, she kind of like try to keep everything um, organized and whatnot. So you know, I, I have a real team of people behind me uh that are working around the clock not only just for myself but they are their own business owners as well so it's kind of like i'm contracting these people out and you know that's my biggest thing is that you know i like to support the independency um with uh, each individual i think that you know if you have if, if, if you have a company of your own and your company can work with my company that's better than you actually saying you work for somebody mm. you get what i'm saying because that allows you to be your 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 own um i wouldn't say boss but it allows you to 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 be your own leader you know yeah. your own leader i i promote leadership instead of you know boss status you know that's 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 what we want we don't want no more bosses we want leaders you know what i'm saying oh I'm so happy that you said that because some people don't realize there's a difference from being a boss and being a leader with someone just telling you what to do and then someone actually showing you and actually guiding you properly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly. And and, and leadership is nothing but guidance. You know, um, leadership is nothing but guidance. You know, and you know when people say they bosses and everything like that, I believe that you know the term boss, uh, you know, can intimidate people. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like uh, you know you pointing the finger type thing. You know what I'm saying? But when you you know really talk about leadership and stuff like that, you can guide people into the right direction. You can you know help people you know uh, accomplish what it is that they're doing and stuff like that and you know to be a good leader is to be a good follower so i follow the i follow the leadership of everybody on my team and and, and they do the same for everybody else as well you get what mm -hmm. i'm saying that is absolutely beautiful and i'm actually <clears throat> excited to hear these things because what you have is what a lot of people not just music artists desire which is a team and not just team of people around you with titles the ones that can actually back up the titles that they have and genuinely they have, have exactly. your back in your best interest at hand mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. so and that's and that's what it's all about you know what i'm saying what uh, and, and it's not even just like I said, your own personal best interest with the best interest of everybody else because if they don't believe in, in you, then it's not going to work. But if you don't believe in them and they, and they don't believe in themselves, then nothing's going to work. And that's what we try to do. We try to motivate, you know, everybody to push the limits, you know what I'm saying? Um, go above and beyond and, you know, try yourself, you know, because um, you never know what it is that you can do until you do it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's, and, that's why it, and that's why it works out for us. You know, that's why it works out for um, us and... Um, and um, I'm more. I'm not. I'm nothing but more than happy that you know. I'm, um, God bless me with the people that that I'm with right now. You know. Absolutely. And even though I'm the type of person who like to stay in the present, I don't think about the past too much, especially if it's something negative. But I'm very curious um, to how this all started with you building such a great team and what was like the struggle before this actually happened? 
Right. Well, the, the, it started because, you know, I'm one of those people that will admit when he needs help. And a lot of people try to, you know, do things on their own and they want to, you know, uh, take on uh, new responsibilities because, you know, for, for different reasons and whatnot. Some people don't like to pay people. Uh, some people like don't like to take the advice from, you know, somebody else and, you know, and, and things of that nature. Everybody, you know, kind of wants to just be their own everything and whatnot. But that, you know, it, for me, I, it, it works for some people, but for me, it, it didn't work. And I admitted to said, uh, actually, uh, said Wines had uh, approached me and said he went in on the Levera business. And I said, well, what do you mean? I don't even know what kind of business <laughs> I have yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, it, it started off at, uh, you know, Sounds of 16s. Uh, he heard me and a few other people um, on stage rapping, and he took a liking to me. And, you know, he approached me on it. And it almost took us a year. Like, I had previously known Seth um, for some time uh, before, you know, we locked in him being my advisor and everything like that. So um, we had already had a relationship that was building, like I said, coming from Sounds of Sixteens, and then um, and then uh, you know trying to figure out what direction uh, that we both wanted to go in um, for me individually and for him individually, but together as a team. And you know it, it just it just worked out and whatnot. I met my personal assistant Donna. Um, um, at a show that uh, uh, a producer and an artist uh, put together. They are uh, actually on Supreme Nullification, PNC, shout out to Deaches and uh, Promise to God. And um, I met her uh, at, at their event and whatnot, and she had did some graphic art for me for a song that never was released. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a crazy situation, but... Um, she took a liking to me as well and said, you know, you're very talented, your mind is very beautiful, and I just want to see you, you know, push, you know, forward and stuff like that. So that's where that came from. And uh, no question, my wife is my wife. So, you know, she's going to she gonna support, you know, the more, as long as I'm good. I, I, I will say that, you know, like my whole team, they would not be working me if I wasn't good. And I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm pretty sharp with it. <laughs> really? Okay, so um, yeah. you were with your wife in the beginning of your career yes uh well we we um we we didn't start off as manager artists um or anything like that we actually that's a long story <laughs> how we got together it's actually a fairy tale story but um she uh like i said went to school for music business and uh she was booking my shows at the time and whatnot and um, she at the time wanted to start her own management company, uh, so she came up with the uh, her management company, RC Campbell. I mean, uh, RC Management, which stood for Rotary and Campbell at the time before we got married, and um, as time uh, uh, developed into. Um, I guess you would say both of our careers and what we both wanted. She kind of veered off a little bit and uh, started her company in uh, branding management, um, event planning, and um, doing logistic work for you know uh, politics and uh, campaigns and everything like that. She was actually um, uh, Vi, uh, Mayor Vi Lyles. Uh, she's the mayor of Charlotte. Uh, she was her project manager in her campaign. Wow. Yeah, she was a project manager in, in, in that campaign. So, you know, and then uh, when Seth said he wanted in on the Levera business, it was kind of like a weight off of her shoulders. And she was like, you know, thank you. And she said she really, uh, she uh, she met Seth and, you know, he came over, talked to us and whatnot. And she said she was very comfortable with, with, with him and the knowledge of uh, what he brought to the table and everything like that. And like I said, that, that relationship had developed, like, for I would say like at least two years before we actually, you know what I'm saying, you know, signed the dotted line and whatnot so you know that's uh that's where that came from but my wife has always um 
been uh, involved in, you know, the management of my career. She just, you know, passed the ball over the set and whatnot. I think that is so dope to really have a partner that's genuinely there for you and see your talent and want to actually push you forward, you know, because a lot of people say that when it comes to our industry, you know, a lot of people can't understand what we do, so you got to pick and choose. I'm like, no, maybe you're just picking the wrong partner. <laughs> maybe you're just picking the wrong people. And you know what? I actually made a post about that a long time ago, how people say that uh, they need to get away from the negative energy and everything like that, but don't realize that they might be the ones who are the negative energy for everything else. And it, that's that's a hard pill to swallow and whatnot. So <laughs> I definitely get what you say. Yeah, because I'm like, if you really mm-hmm. pay attention... Outside looking in, there's so many great, powerful people in the industry that are married, happily married, and doing wonderful things together. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I mean, like I said, you know, you, you know, and 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 uh, is there a language barrier on this show right now? Nope, because this is your personal interview. You can say whatever you want. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so I was just going to say, you know, um, in my first album, The President, I, I spoke like that. You know, I speak like that all the time. You know, um, I said, you don't see us with a bunch of bad bitches. We be with beautiful women that love life and enjoy living. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's not the type of lifestyle we trying to live. I have two daughters. So, you know, whatever music that I produce, you know what I'm saying, I want to make sure that you know, they can identify with it or, you know what I'm saying, they don't feel disrespected when they hear it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I'm, I'm very conscious about, you know, what I what I speak about it, it, as far as my lyricy and uh, my music and whatnot. Beautiful. And speaking of that, tell the people more about your music from where you started and have you grown as a man and as an artist to where your music is today. Well, I mean, you know, you know, like everybody, like everybody is say, you know what I'm saying? I've been rhyming forever and whatnot, but you know, <laughs> and I'm going to say that I've been like putting words together forever and whatnot, but, uh, to take it uh, to where I'm at right now, professionally, I, I would say it started when, um, I, uh, pr- uh, put out my, 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 uh, my first album, uh, the president, which came out in 2017. That's when I decided to take it to a more professional level. Prior to that, I did have a mixtape, which was called open mic nighted. Uh, actually, uh, I did a 10 year challenge for that because it came out in 2009 and whatnot. And a lot of people said that they hear the growth and the maturity and my music from then to now. And the reason and why is because you know when my, my music is based off of um life um experiences i guess you would say you know what i'm saying nothing mm-hmm. that i that, that i talk about is fabricated it's, it's something that i've been through something i've seen somebody else go through or you know affirmation music you know just affirming of what you want and who you are and you know what i'm saying what it is that you want in life um and everything like that. And that came about because, like I said, you know, life, you know, really hits you. And, and, and it's, it's crazy because I can honestly say this, you know, like uh, my mom had passed away some years back and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people said that, you know, the death of my mother is really what grew me up. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I was a mama's boy, you know what I'm saying? Anything yeah. I needed, I could always go to my mom. You know what I'm saying? So uh, when she passed away, you know, I had to, you know, it was like I learned the lesson and whatnot. And as crazy as it sounds, you know what I'm saying? That's that's when I realized, you know, there's beauty in death. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. Because if my mom was still here, I don't think I would be the person that I am now. But at the same time, you know, I still miss her and, you know, blah, you know everything like that. But um, so the music that I make today now is, uh, you know, 
based off of uh, just being around family and good friends and, and, and everything like that, you know, uh, life situations. I have a song on there called Work, which is uh, pretty much expressing uh, the fact of, you know, me going to work every day, providing for the family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, there's other songs on there like, uh, you know, Dreaming Out Loud, produced by my man, um, uh, Oriyami Productions, uh, OP, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, that's pretty much saying I'm dreaming out loud. You know, everything that I'm doing is, is, is for a reason. I'm not doing this for nothing, you know what I'm saying? And when you have a passion and everything like that, it's, 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 it's your responsibility to do everything that you can in order to fulfill that, you know, that, that dream and whatnot. So I guess you can see me, my daughter's, <laughs> I got to get her to pass it by. Is quite I got you, okay. Baby. <laughs> so, um, it's, uh, you know, like I said, it's, um, it's the maturity in my music is, uh, is what I'm, I'm most proud of, um, at this point right now. And, you know, and shout out to my brother, Desert Eagle, uh, up in New York, because, uh, he definitely is the one uh, who helped me sharpen my skills up because, you know, we are, we both on the phone going back and forth, you know what I'm saying, spitting stuff to each other, making sure it sounds right and whatnot, always trying to impress him and everything like that. So that's uh, that definitely was uh, part of my motivation as far as uh, the, 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 the content and my music now. That is beautiful. Sometimes I tell people with me um, getting into the field myself, I wish I had more guidance, you know. I wish I had more people around mm-hmm. me that I can feed off of or emulate or look up to, and not just the people on TV, because it gets a little nervous what they put out there on mainstream, that it's not that many people you can really gravitate to properly so you can actually put out great content. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, what I love about you is the fact that you stay true to who you are. You know? You know the type of music you want to put out there. You don't fabricate anything. You give the people you, and you do it in a professional manner in a way that they can gravitate to you, and it actually sounds good. <laughs> and, if you don't like, and if you don't like it, you ain't got a soul. <laughs> you know? I'm just saying, and, and, and you're absolutely right, and I appreciate that because, you know, like I said, if, if you're not 100% with, you know, my dad actually taught me a lesson this past weekend. I was in Philadelphia. I went to go see him. And uh, he told me, you know, you got to take care of yourself first uh, before mm-hmm. you can expect anybody else around you to be happy. Because if you're unhappy, then you can't expect anybody else around you to be happy. So you got to make sure that you're, you, you know who you are and you know what you're about and you know what you're worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, regardless of, you know, excuse me, regardless of, you know, the, 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 the amount of money that you have and whatnot. If you seek yourself as the highest of priorities of anything like mm-hmm. you treat then you treat yourself like that mm-hmm. and then everything else around you will follow so when you saying when you just said that you know you know you you, you want that team and everything like that don't force it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's the one thing that you don't want to do you don't want to force anything uh let it come to you because i wasn't looking for said you know what i'm saying i wasn't looking for donna i wasn't looking for you know my wife you know and everything that they do, and it just kind of fell in, it fell in my lap. So if it's meant for you, it's, it's definitely going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I got you, baby. Aw, it's so cute. And I <laughs> believe that it is so true, because even to this day, I've been doing music for so long, you know? And they're like, oh, because you do so much. Like, why don't you have people around you or a team so you can do less? I'm like, you think I want to do this by myself? <laughs> 
No, but I would I would rather do whatever I can. I'm not going to use me having a lack of team for me not to push forward into my dreams and my passion because there's not nobody around to help me. But realistically, of course, I will want it, but I'm not going to stop because I don't have it. And I feel the right people will organically come around when the time is really right. And I think I'm going to be great. And that's exactly what happened. And they came around a time where I knew more of the business, <laughs> knew more of right. myself, you know. And I'm going I'm I'm to tell, tell you where you went wrong at right now. You said you think you're going to be great. You can't think you're going to be anything. If you're not, if you don't feel that way about yourself right now, it's never going to happen. So as long as you wake up in the morning and you look in that mirror and you feel like you're great and whatever you're doing is, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 another step to accomplishing what it is that you want to accomplish, mm-hmm. you're already great. You can't say you're going to do it or you want to be, you know what I'm saying? You got to say that you are. Yeah, I honestly don't remember saying that, but you're listening to me. I'm not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I did say it, I mean, it was definitely by mistake. It, but I, I, I heard something in that line. You know, I might not have said it verbatim, but you know. No, no but I, I totally understand, and you're absolutely right. So I'm excited. Tell the people what you're actually working on now or just put out so they know the updated version of where you are today. Oh, yes, uh, definitely. Um, Supreme Nullification just came out Election Day, uh, which was uh, November 5th. It's uh, going on five weeks uh, strong. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, it's on all major um, music platforms, uh, uh, you know, uh, Tidal, Spotify, Google Play. We actually just found out I'm on Amazon Music just yesterday. Beautiful. So you can find it there, Deezer, and, you know, everywhere and stuff like that. So, um as far as my upcoming projects, uh, me and Sid cooking up something. We cooking up something. Uh, the next thing that we're actually going to do. And you know what? I wasn't going to announce this, but you're making me feel real good right now. <laughs> uh, listen, the next project that we're doing is going to be the video for Smiling Faces produced by Ron Dunny out of High Point, North Carolina. And we're uh, and that's all I'm going to tell you. That's all I'm going to tell you about that. But that's 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 what we have coming up next. So you pretty much just teased us without additional details, is what you're saying. Listen, I got to get the people what they want. That's one of the most songs, uh, uh, I'm sorry, that's one of the songs that's getting the most streams um, on the album right now. And everybody's always asking me about it. So I said, well, let's get the people what they want. You got to, you know, we we in service to the people at this point now. Absolutely, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I'm one curious, um, how do you feel about the world of streaming today when it comes to a music artist? Um, I mean, it's it's uh, it's a whole lot easier now uh, than it was before. And me and Sid were just having a conversation about that. Um, it's easier now, but it still is um, a, a harder situation because it. Um, uh, you know, like back in the day when you had to go to the record store, you had to sell CDs and you had to do all of this, that, and the third. And yep. if you didn't sell no CDs, then you just didn't make any money. Pretty much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now um, streaming allows, uh, because people pay monthly for those things, and uh, some people uh, may have uh, it come on their phone, such as, you know, I, uh, the iPhone with the iTunes and I, yeah, yeah. Apple Music and stuff like that. But the streams, um, they, they definitely work out. You know, uh, actually Spotify just did a promotion uh, just now for for um, uh, 2019 streams and whatnot, and there's a lot of artists that have been getting a lot of good uh, uh, reviews on their streams and whatnot. You know, you're talking about uh, some uh, independent artists with 25K streams and, 
you know, uh, 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 1.5 million streams and whatnot and, and everything like that. So it definitely works out uh, for the artists uh, in their favor um, and everything like that. But, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that a lot of people don't know. Um, and that's what me and said are, you know, um, are, are setting the example of, you know, as far as BMI information, uh, making sure that people get credit for the writers, um, for, for publishing rights and writers' rights and everything like that. So, you know, um, it, it, like I said, it works out, but at the same time, it is a little bit harder um, uh, as far as uh, uh, to make uh, money-wise and whatnot. But, you know, it still works out. Absolutely. It's all about learning and adjusting to what's happening and how to turn mm-hmm. it to work in your favor. You know, yes, right, right, we love right. the quick money of a CD, but that longevity money of a stream is okay with me too. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm okay with it because, you know, when that bank account looking a little slim, I'll be like, you know what? I made a couple of dollars off of this album. Let me go ahead and slide that in the bank real quick. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Baby need milk. Fact in mundo. But let me ask you, how yeah, long right. have you yeah, been doing? Diapers, wipes, everything, man. I'm trying to tell you. You know, babies is definitely a market that, um, it's a billion-dollar industry, and guess what? Parents are definitely spending billions of dollars in my mind. To, hey, um, listen, when you get the income <laughs> taxes, I'm telling you, man, you need to invest in some diapers. That's what I'm getting ready to start doing. Exactly. I remember at one time, they was like, yeah, you know, people who have kids, they get so much money back. Right. I'm like, as they should, because I they put that. so much money in. What do you mean? <laughs> Of course they should get so much back, you know what I'm saying? Right, exactly. But for a man like yourself, um, I'm curious. Tell me a low point in your career and Mm -hmm. what happened or who helped you to overcome it? Uh, A fear in my career and who helped me in overcoming it is what you said? A low point. Locally. No, a low point in your career. Oh, a low point. I'm sorry. Low it's point okay. in my career. Uh, I can't re- well, uh, I can't really say I had a low point in my career because, um, you know, I, I was, I was exploring and trying to work with other, other people and whatnot. And that was, uh, I guess you would say the research, the research and development of perfecting your craft and whatnot. <clears throat> so, as far as a low point in my career, I don't think I ever had one. Um, every everything that I put out uh, had good momentum for the time and whatnot, but I just didn't know how to be consistent. Mm. I guess you would say. Okay. I did. Yeah, I didn't know how to be consistent at one point, and um, now that I have the team and whatnot, I understand the importance of consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're not consistent, then you know. There's a difference between being consistent and doing something all the time because you still want to build the anticipation up in the people. And being that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an independent artist uh, on a local scale, um, you have to build the anticipation up in the people as far as, you know, hey, listen, I just gave you this album. You know, let me let me wait and give you something else in a minute. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to drop a single out in uh, February or something like that. You know what I mean? Just being consistent and whatnot. Because what I was doing was I was just dropping projects, expecting it to hit and whatnot, and I didn't do anything in between. You know, so um, that was a learning experience. I wouldn't necessarily say a low point, but that was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. But what made, me, uh, what made me realize that is, um, I guess you would say, conquering a fear of um 
in, in whatever sense and whatnot. Uh, I wouldn't say it was necessarily a fear, but it was an understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to understand what it meant to, you know, be on stage um, with, with all eyes on you. I had to understand what that felt like. And a few times, you know, I, I kind of <laughs> I choked up on stage. I, mean, I choked up bad one time. Oh, no. oh it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. But um, it was a learning experience and whatnot. So um, just understanding the dynamic of, of, of what you're doing because, you know, Technically, when you're when you're an artist, you're in the public eye now. So I have to understand and be mindful and be cautious of, of the things that I do and stuff like that. Well, I fear I feel that you are on the right track with what you're doing, and um, because of the type of person that you are. <laughs> you hear? Yeah, I do. I hear reality. <laughs> um, I think it's so dope to know that with you growing up and doing this music that you really had, um, and not just the team that you built together in your career, but I feel like you had a team in the um, upbringing as well when it comes to this music, like family. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so important. And let's talk about that a little bit. Let's say anybody in your family help you mold to who you are today when it comes to this music? Uh, yeah, like I said, everything is uh, based off of my experience and and, and, and conversation. Yeah. Um, and in conversation, you know, um, uh, my dad, uh, you know, helped mold me into the person I am today, um, mm-hmm. teaching me work ethic and uh, uh, teaching me, you know, the, the, the value of a dollar and stuff like that. My wife, she plays a very heavy role in the inspiration um, just by her stepping out on a leap of faith to run her own company and leave her nine to five um, mm-hmm. at one point in her career and whatnot. It, it, inspiration right there. Um the inspiration I get from uh, from other people just just by like kind words like uh, 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 my personal assistant um, Donna Cochran she always you know gives me kind words she say Tony you know you can do this you know just keep you know pushing forward don't worry about what's going on around you just you know say th- just things like that and stuff like that so um, it's it's every it's it's everything around me it's it's everything around me and. Um, I guess that's that's just in a nutshell. That's how it goes. Yeah. So let's talk about um, performances, because I tell myself I I don't consider myself a music artist. I consider myself an entertainer because I love to entertain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So. Let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about that. I'm a very I'm a very theatrical person. Oh, trust me, I noticed. Trust me, I can always tell my own kind. <laughs> so I already noticed. But just me just thinking about it is putting a smile on my face. Let's talk about that the adrenaline and rush you get when you at an event or when they about to call your name, when you touch the mic, you look at oh, Wow, yes. Tell me some of those experiences. Hey. Hey, listen. When they call my name, man, I feel on top of the world because, you know, it, it's like it's like, pay attention to what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to steer you wrong. You know what I mean? And the adrenaline rush when, when, when you know you got people in the crowd that you know actually know your music and whatnot, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. That's that's one of the best feelings in the world. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because I feel accomplished. You know, I don't care if it's five people, ten people in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you jump. I'm gonna make you jump. Like point blank, period. 
you know what I'm saying? Either with the words that I say or the production production team that I have behind me, it, it's going to jump. So um, one of my favorite, one of my best experiences I had, um, I was actually an opening act um, at the Bojangles Coliseum here in uh, Charlotte, which holds about like some 20, 2,200 people or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and um, I opened up, and uh, Pastor Troy was one of the uh, acts that was uh, supposed to be on stage uh, for Summerfest that year. Uh, I forget what year it was and whatnot, but um, to be in, to be on stage at a coliseum mm. and, and 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 perform, you know, at the time it, at the time it was a mediocre song, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it was I wouldn't I say it was a mediocre song, but it was just kind of like that's not what they the people wanted to hear at the time and whatnot. So, um, but you know, I you know it was it was a good experience and uh, um, like being in front of that many people all at all at the same time it, it, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bar exam as well. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, there you go. quite all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dad, like you said, daddy duties. Absolutely, so do what you got to do. Daddy I'm duty. still laughing at the fact that the Coliseum is called Bojangles, so I take it there, um, it's Bojangles Coliseum. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, outside yeah, looking yeah, yeah, in, I mean, that's uh, really funny to me, but I, I respect it. I respect this so much. Yeah, I always thought that was funny when I when I first moved to Charlotte. Oh, Django Coliseum, really? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. tell me about some of the other places that you performed at besides, like, Charlotte. Uh, I performed in uh, Atlanta for the bar exam, um, uh, hosted by Mike Sick. Uh, shout out to Mike Sick um, at Apache Cafe. Uh, I did that last year, um, 2018. And uh, it was it was a very 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 uh, 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 great event. Um, uh, they, uh, I actually uh, came in first place the uh, in the competition, and um, I was invited back um, for the second part to perform uh, one of my songs off of my last album, which was the President. And I had a radio interview at that time too. Uh, that was uh, one of the highlights in my career. Um, uh, I, I've been in I've been in mostly my performances has uh, been in Atlanta. Uh, so far, and um, you know, but but you know, we plan on uh, taking it, uh, you know, some other places like California, mm-hmm. Miami, and you know, you know, Philadelphia, um, New York, and everything like that. So you know, but pretty much Charlotte and Atlanta has been the um, the highlight so far. You feel like they truly back you in your artistry? Excuse me. You feel that Charlotte and Atlanta truly backs you in your artistry? Um. Yes and no, and the reason why is because uh, some of the places that we've been to um, already have an artist-based uh, crowd and whatnot. And and, and any time you have that, um, you know, it's it's not so much a bad situation because you meet a lot of people, you get the network and whatnot. But um, the 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 bar exam was actually one of the first places that I went to where it was an actual crowd that um, that really wanted to enjoy the show and whatnot so um a lot of a lot of the places don't really back the artists up as far as uh putting them out there it's, it's kind of like a practice zone 
you know, I'm, I'm gonna get on stage and let me practice for the for the big show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it because there's so many other artists there, and you know, everybody has you know something to say. Everybody, you know, they're they're artists, so you know, if they're on getting on stage, they have something to say to yeah. some degree. So I don't think that um, a lot of these platforms um, really um, really aim for the not not really success of the artist, but for the um, I can't even think of the word. <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck right now. But um, it's, uh, there you go, there you go, there you go, there you go. It's, it's, it's definitely um, a different gear uh, switch uh, for, for those platforms. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, with everything that's going on in life, I feel like 2020 is going to be a shift in a lot of people's lives, in a great way, you know. It's definitely going to be the shit for yes. me. <laughs> it's definitely going to be the shit for us. So you feel it, right? You feel it too. So what's going to happen or what's some incredible goals that you are trying to meet for 2020? Um, I'm, I, I want to do a little bit more acting. Um, I definitely want to... Uh, I want to uh, 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 start my own business uh, and everything like that. Um, not just with you know with music and everything like that. I don't want to give anybody an impression that I'm trying to start a record label or anything like that, which is a lot of the direction that a lot of people think that they need to go, but it's not it's not necessarily the direction that they have, have to, to go. go. Yeah. Um, just uh, yeah, you know. So um, just focusing on um, on uh, different areas of entertainment, uh, different areas of business. You know, pushing myself to the limit and uh, seeing if 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 I can build a company that's worth a million dollars one day. You know. Absolutely. So um, so it's not necessarily uh, you know, what is the next move? Is is it's really a, a situation of uh, how how can we grow and what's the what's the what's the what I, uh, not the next step, but um, what 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 else can we do? What else can we do? Okay, no, yeah. I, I totally get that because you're right. A lot of people are like, well, I expand from artists. Now I got a label. Now I got this, and I'm like, but what else can you bring to the table? Exactly, because we hungry. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about this, like acting. Now that you say it, I am not surprised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You um, got some acting. So have you done a few plays, movies, cameos, being an extra? Talk to me about that. Oh, yeah. Um, a few years ago, um, I think back in 2011 or 12, I'm not sure what the exact year was, but I worked with a, I worked with a, a film director. His name was Fred Forte uh, Jr. Shout out to Fred Forte Jr. Um, I was actually in a TV show that he did that's based on YouTube, and I'm pretty sure you can still find it, and it was called My Brother's Keeper. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and I had, a, I had a small role in there. Uh, my character died off. You know what I'm saying? I got shot. I got killed in the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, I, I got killed. You know what I'm saying? They, they was, uh, they was trying to figure it out, like you know, who shot Ghost, oh, <laughs> uh, type thing and whatnot. But uh, uh, I did that. Um, when I was in high school, I did a lot of um, theater work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and uh, uh, Grease and stuff like that. Some different plays that I did, The Wiz and stuff like that. Wow. So um, you know, a- acting has really been. Um, 
before before lyricism, uh, acting was uh, actually my first uh, love of entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I definitely would like to revisit that. I've been getting a lot of uh, emails from uh, casting calls for extras and uh, for uh, small roles and stuff like that. Um, not to me personally, but to an um, acting agency and whatnot. So I think that's one of the things that I'm going to try to take advantage of in uh, 2020. That is beautiful. It really is because yes, you're yes. tapping into different parts of the entertainment industry and not just doing it because you have the talent and you can get the bag, but you're doing it because you actually have a passion for it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think right. that's so refreshing because I'm sure you are aware and not trying to discredit anyone. I just have to be open and honest, especially on my platforms. I feel like nowadays some artists and some people with certain talents, they're only uh, doing it for more attention, clout, and money. And I don't think they're really doing it because they actually have a genuine passion for it. And that's, and that's the difference between me and, you know, I could say, like, damn near every artist uh, that I've met and whatnot because, you know, uh, well, I wouldn't say that I've met, but a lot of artists that's out there and whatnot. I can't never say the ones that I've met because I've met some great artists. But some artists that I have met uh, seem like, you know, like you said, they're doing it for, you know, the attention. They're doing it for the wrong reasons and whatnot. And, you know, in, in, any, in, any, in anything that you're involved in, you need to do the research on the reasons of why you want to be what you want to be. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? As far as, you know, as far as like an artist or, you know, well, as far as a rapper, or a singer, or a producer or an engineer, and you like you do the history of, of, of the people that came before you and stuff like that. And I don't think a lot of people right now give respect to uh, the reasons of why they, they want to do it and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I grew up listening to Run DMC. My favorite artist is Nas. You know, of course, Jay-Z was in the uh, playlist. Uh, DMX, you know, Beat Nuts, uh, all the way down to Rock Him. You know, uh, back in the day when Jay-Z was um, rapping like, I'm ripping and running the 100 styles, it's going down, baby gal. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, way back in those days and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I've always seen myself, you know, being, you know, on camera or in that light, you know, regardless of, you know, how I got there and whatnot. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 I'm very passionate about it because, uh, you know, I, I feel as though that's one of the things that I am talented at. <laughs> Absolutely. Entertainment, entertainment. I can entertain you. I, the only thing I can't do, the only thing I can't do is be a stand-up comedian. I will bomb on stage if I have to tell any kind of jokes. Like, 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 like some of them comedians and whatnot. That's the only thing I can't do. I can't be a comedian. Really? Nah, okay. I can't. I mean, I might crack a good joke here and there and whatnot, but to get on stage, mm-mm, nah, <laughs> no, I'm not Dave Chappelle. No, I get it. You know, it's not for <clears throat> everyone. Right, you know, right, right. But even with me, you know, I, um, I'm quite funny and hilarious. But I, yeah. I still don't give myself um, the title as comedian because I don't want that pressure as of yet. So right, I like to right. just be called an entertainer who just happens to be funny all the time. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> <laughs> when I'm hosting gigs, I just happen to be a host that's funny the whole entire time. 
And then and you know what? You gotta use that. That's your that's that's your stage at that point. If if that's not, if that's how you're going to present your uh your you know your comedy and everything like that, you know, go ahead and use use everything you have, whatever platform you have, use it. Exactly, because you already know when it <laughs> yeah. comes to um the audience, if you say you are a stand-up comedian, they're not coming to enjoy you. Not the new ears. They're looking at you like you better be funny. Exactly. I ain't even gonna lie. Like the way the way I am now, because of the great comedians that we grew up listening to. Um, I'm not sure uh, uh, where Eric you came in at, but I'm I'm 37 years old. <laughs> so, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I caught a little bit of glimpse of you know Eddie Murphy and you know of course Martin mm-hmm. and Living Color. You know what I'm saying everybody in that cast. You know Jim Curry on down to um, Marlon Wayans and Sean Wayans. And Ken and Ivory, I came up with that. Yeah. And then, you know, Fresh Prince of Bella. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? I could, I could put, I, listen, I could be in a TV show and be funny. But, you know, Martin Lawrence stand-up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, I'm not doing that stand-up stuff. <laughs> you know, it's not for everybody. Because even when I did it, and they looked at me as a stand-up, I wasn't as funny because I was so nervous with that title. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. It's the same thing with people who be in rap battles. You better deliver with the punchlines and the metaphors. That's another area that I um uh, I could probably get into, but that whole battle rap thing. Mm-hmm. Eh, yeah, I, I I um listen, I'll put it to you like this. Anybody that wanna war with words with me, that's a different story though. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I cry, I crush I crush somebody. But you know what I'm saying? Battle rap is uh battle rap is definitely a um a uh a overlooked uh, uh part of um uh, of the hip hop community and whatnot. Um yeah. you know, uh you know, much respect to the URL, much respect to, you know, King of the Dot and, you know, a lot of other battle leagues that's out there and you know, some smaller battle leagues too. Um there's some local battle leagues here in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of the name right off back and I apologize for that. Um, there's some in Atlanta. Can't think of the name of that either. Apologize for that too. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, the, the 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 battle rap scene. Now I'm a, I'm putting you like this. Uh, it's two people that I know that uh, per, uh, well I know one personally and I know of the other one uh, through said. The first one is my brother Desert Eagle in New York. That's a that's a that's a king battle rapper right there. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, 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 my, uh, the home, the the, the home girl, uh, Hope Trilly. Shout out to Hope Trilly. Uh, I know I have not met you yet, you know what I'm saying, but I've been following you and uh, said been telling me some good things about you. So if you listening in on the interview, you know what I'm saying, uh, definitely Hope Trilly. I put I put my money on both of them when it comes to the battles and whatnot. Okay, so I understand you're more of a lyricist, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so um. What do you actually enjoy more of when it comes to you being a fan of music? Like, what's in your headphones when you just vibing out, driving, working out, whatever you do? What's in your earphones? Well, right now, um, right now, uh, Nipsey is always in my headphones. Nipsey is always in my headphones. Uh, Nas is definitely always in my headphones. Um, uh, uh, Fabulous's um, new album, uh, Summertime Shootout 3, is in my headphones right now. I listen to a lot of um, 
uh, a lot of uh, uh, gospel rap as well. Well, I, I guess they would call it uh, motivational uh, music. Um, uh, the, the the dude, uh, what's his name? Uh, N N F N F. Uh, I think it stands for Nate something. I can't think of that name and whatnot. So I listen to a lot of him, and um, I listen to him. I listen. I listen to a lot of the old school people. You know what I'm saying? I listen to DMX still. I still listen to um, uh, uh, Big Pun. You know, so in my headphones, I still got the greats. Okay. Now, I'm glad that you... I'm sorry. Is. Okay. <laughs> Come on, baby. Come on. There you go. 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 Calm it down. I'm listening. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, You're stating something about... You still listen to the greats. So um, my next question is, for where music is today. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Yes. I said, I noticed that you mentioned the greats. So where music is, specifically hip-hop today, do you believe any of the ones that are out right now are considered great or possibly on the path of becoming one of the greats? Uh, well, there's a difference between uh, great and classic, uh, if you ask me. Uh, there's a lot of people that, that actually have the status of uh, being great artists and whatnot. But as far as classic music, uh, there's, there's very, very, very um, uh, few artists that's uh, you know, in the industry and, and out the industry that I believe can make classic music. And mm-hmm. um, that, it, there's a difference between that. Okay. And being on more of the independent route, who are some independent music artists that people should be looking out for that they may have never even heard of or need to hear more of? Uh, well, definitely, um, uh, let's, let's go in this order. First of all, let's give a shout out to the Alliance. Uh, that's my man, Legend Status, my man, Matt Killer, and, uh, Oriyami Productions, OP. <clears throat> um, uh, all, all, all of them are, uh, somebody that you need to be looking for. Uh, LS, uh, he's got a strong catalog. Max got a strong catalog. OP's got a, a, a very good, um, uh, um, uh, production catalog. Uh, the, uh, those are the people that you need to be looking out for. You need to definitely be looking out for um, PNC. That's uh, Promise to God and Deaches. Uh, they actually have an album out right now called The Show. Uh, it's on all major platforms and everything like that. And um, uh, Promise to God is actually producing an album out right now. Uh, I believe it's called In the Beginning Part Two. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's he's, uh, he's one of the feature artists on my album as well. And uh, as well as Deaches. And you need to be looking out for them. Uh, you need to be looking out for definitely Hope Trilly. I'm not sure if she has anything uh, coming up anytime soon, but she definitely has a project uh, that's on all major platforms. Of course, my manager, or I'm sorry, my advisor, uh, Seth Wyans, who has uh, The Rebellion um, on all major platforms, including Pandora. <laughs> Me and him were talking about that the other day. Mm-hmm. And... Um, there's a long list of oh and uh and um my my, my brother my brother um Desert Eagle he's got his uh, music uh, coming out soon with uh with uh, one of his music partners uh, West Craze shout out to West Craze New York um you know uh, all crazy and stuff like that and then um uh uh, uh I believe um I believe uh my sister 
my homegirl, uh, Takia Renee, is putting something out. I'm um, not sure exactly what she's got going on, but I know she's a, a beautiful singer as well, as well as uh, my niece uh, in uh, uh, Maryland. She's uh, Her name is Avi Ray, and uh, she's already has uh, some music out there. It's called um, uh, I Wouldn't Like Me Either. Mm. And... Uh, yeah, yeah, and she and and I'm telling you, man, she because she was actually featured on the song Spotlight, uh, produced by Master Key. Shout out to Master Key. Master Key is definitely uh, also a producer that everybody needs to um, be looking out for. Um, a female producer here in Charlotte. I'm telling you nice. right now, uh, she she is she is dope. She is dope. So shout out to Master Key and. Uh, and Master Key, if you listening, I'm still talking about doing that album, but you ain't said nothing to me yet. So oh, he called yeah, people out. Let's go ahead and get it done. <laughs> oh, that is beautiful. And it's refreshing that you're naming multiple different artists and producers and stuff. And I feel um, that you're not just naming them because you know them. I feel like you're naming them because you know they have a great body of work. Oh yeah, everybody that I work with, um, that, 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 that I choose to work with, uh, are talented, you know, because there's so many people that does what we do, um, and, you know, as far as like, you know, production, uh, you know, uh, artistry as far as lyricism or hip hop or rapping, whatever they want to call it and stuff like that, but not everybody is good. <laughs> and we both can, we both can, uh, uh, um, can identify with that not everybody is good so when, when when you pick out the people that that you like working with or that you have worked with or the people that you would like to continue to work with mm-hmm. you know uh you obviously see something in them that, that 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 you like you know what i'm saying so you know everybody that i mentioned oh boy she wilding up <laughs> <laughs> so everybody that i mentioned um i have worked with or or I, I plan on working with and whatnot. So, they, come on, girl, you you holding up, hold your bottle. Come on. Mm-hmm. Here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. So, um, my um, question is for you. Being someone in my eyes who are is pretty much very seasoned when it comes to this industry, and I see nothing but great things in your future. And in your career, looking at um, someone new and pure that have not been captivated (laughs) by the foolery and shenanigans of the industry, right? And Uh genuinely looking at you, like, what advice can you give me moving forward in this industry that I want to be a part of? Because I love making music or I love acting. It makes me happy. It's therapeutic. Uh-huh. What's some advice that you can give me that I can take with me throughout the whole entire journey? Cause there's certain things people say to you that always stick with you. Right, right, right. So what would those um, words be? I would say, I would say, um, you know, keep doing what you're doing and do it in reason and do it within reason of your reality. You know, um, it's so many times that people, you know, because when it comes to, you know, uh, this industry that we're in, you know, saying it it costs money, it costs money. Everybody deserves to get paid uh, for what they do and whatnot. And sometimes, you know, knowing that you have to 
put a significant amount of money, you know, out in w what you're doing and stuff like that, it can be discouraging. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, you know, if there's any type of money that you're putting out there for whatever it is that you're doing, do it within reason of your reality and whatnot. You know, don't listen to the people that say, man, you know, you got to keep going. You can't stop and whatnot. And, you know, I I'll never tell you to, 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 to keep going or don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, all in, it's all in reason of your reality. If you feel as though you need to stop, you know, then you need to stop. But if you feel as though you need to keep going, then you keep going. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. it's, it's, yeah. Wow. I was saying yeah. that um, this has definitely been an incredible interview. Um, Thank you very much. <laughs> and, I, and I enjoyed you as well. I enjoyed you as well. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking for, where, where uh, uh, are you based out of again? I'm based out of the United States, even though I'm internationally known. Um mm -hmm. <laughs> I, well, I know you're internationally known, <laughs> but I mean, like, what city are you based in? Like, you're you're in Atlanta, right? I'm not in Atlanta. Um, I'm originally okay. from Connecticut, but at this very moment, I'm in Indiana. Okay, Indiana. Okay, yeah. yeah that ain't nothing but a flight. I can come up there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We can uh, we can do a a one-on-one -on -one interview. Anything you like. You know what I'm saying? Anything you need. You, you know what I'm saying? Know. And uh, you know, I'm definitely there for you. You know, just make support, support your movement. I definitely appreciate that. I'm gonna hold you to that too. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're coming up on the hour for the T Quest show. So just reminding people who you are, what you do, and the project that you just released, and where they can find you on the social media platforms. Hey, listen, it's your boy Tony Lavera, aka the president. You know what I'm saying? Um, Supreme nullification, Supreme nullification on all major platforms. Uh, we got everybody on there. We got, uh, we got, we, we got. Um, D Chiz on there, we got Master Key on there, we got Promise to God, we got Abby Ray, we got Sid Wines, we got Ariami Productions, we got everybody on there, we got Ron Dunny on there, we got the whole bro we got the whole team on there. Also check out the president album on all major platforms produced by my man Ron Dunny, the vice president. You know what I'm saying? Peace to the guy, you know what I'm saying? And uh also tell me why, uh, uh single uh, that was produced by Eubanks. Eubanks, my man Eubanks, based out of Atlanta. Uh, there you go. You can find me on social media. All you got to do is type in Tony Lavera. You can Google me, T-O-N-Y-L-A-V-E-R-I-A. And if you put the president, you might see my face pop up. Wow. I'm sure you've said <laughs> this before because that sounded so organic and it just flowed out so naturally. <laughs> and I can tell that you've done interviews before because on a, a normal interview, for the artists uh, who don't know, if you go to a radio station, even on TV, you only get maybe 15 minutes max. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I'm, and that's why I said I, I love the time that you gave us and uh, that you allowed you allowed me to um, explain everything and stuff like that. It was very, uh, it was very um, good therapy for me, you know, because so, sometimes, you know, it, it's hard to speak to somebody in conversation but when you have a platform where you can express your ideas and everything like that and you know it's like being on stage everybody's at command everybody listens and whatnot sometimes maybe you know i hope that whatever i said resonated to somebody and you know they can be inspired uh, to do whatever it is that they want to do well it resonated to me so it'll be okay one well plus. hey listen my <laughs> job is done have a good night <laughs> You're absolutely right, because I tell people I know thousands of artists, thousands of DJs, but I'm not a fan of everybody. Do I respect everybody in their artistry? Yes. 
but everyone can't keep my attention that long, you know, and right. you are exactly, someone exactly. who the world needs to hear, and I'm happy to help push you out there as much as I can because artists like you, um, it's rare, but I feel they're finally mm-hmm. coming to the surface. And it's up to people who are in the position to help to really push them out there. So I want to thank you so much for taking the time out to be here on the T-Quest show. Any last remarks in this last minute? Uh, the only remarks I got to say is uh, uh, shout out to Seth Wyans, uh, my advisor. Thank you very much for everything that you do. Shout out to my personal assistant, uh, Donna Cochran. Thank you for everything that you do. Uh, Thank you uh, to my wife uh, for everything that you do. Uh, Shades of Personality, Rotrina Campbell. Uh, And and thank you, T-Quest, for allowing me to be on this show, man. I got nothing but love for every last one of y'all. I love y'all, and uh, thank you for having me. And, and, you know, uh, everybody stay blessed and continue to follow what, what, what God has planned for you. I think that is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Tony, for being on my platform, sharing your story, dropping that knowledge. And you guys, make sure you... Pay attention and follow him on that social media. Go to his website, support what he does. I'm definitely going to have all his information up. And where you can find this information is if you follow me on social media at TQuestGLM and on my app, which is found in your Google Play Store and your App Store. Once again, it's your girl TQuest, special guest Tony, and you are out on a TQuest show.